So welcome to another edition of JennaBaSpeaks.com's 10-minute podcast. I use this opportunity, for those of you who don't know, who are just listening to this for the first time, uh, to share my tips, um, suggestions, advice on all things related to um, digital um, strategy, branding, content creation, content marketing, um, and pop culture in between. So today's topic has to do with um, branding, and in particular, um, affluent branding. When you start your product or your company, there's uh, depending on how you package your, co- your your product, depending on the language you use in your copy uh, to reach out to um, potential buyers or customers, depending on where you market your product, product tells and says a lot about who your target market is. And if you are doing affluent branding or branding to the wealthy, um, there's certain ways or vibes or things that you have to give off in your messaging or in your packaging in order to convince that um, the demographic that your product is for them. Now, I say this all in regards to Apple recent launch of its um, uh, iPhone 8 and iPhone X. The iPhone X at starting price is about $1,000. The iPhone 8 is something like $800. So there was one analyst, a lot of people are touting it. It's, you know, it's being great because it has the facial ID technology, which is a step up from the um, fingerprint um, identification that the 7 and um, other phones have. Anyway, so one analyst said that, oh, this is an um, the problem with iPhone X is that it's um, it's only for the rich. And my response to them is that Apple has always branded itself to them affluent. It's never ever been branded to something that is for people with lower income or people without income. Now that's not to say that people without um, high income or aren't wealthy um, don't buy Apple products or it's similar to I think it's similar to think about um, Prada bags and um, Gucci and all these other high-end brands. You regularly see folks without means, people renting their place, people wage earners with those products because they know they're luxury products and they want them too even if you know they necessarily can't afford it they still want it and there's nothing wrong with them having something that makes them feel good or they think it's a quality product why shouldn't they however even though they want it it doesn't mean that they're that's their that's the marketing and this is ways you know that apple is not marketed to um and never has been marketed to people of lower means um Apple stores generally can only be found in areas that uh, are high, upper middle to upper middle class. Um, even in where I live in Maryland, there is a county where I live in, it's Prince George's County, has the most affluent African Americans in the whole country. There's no Apple store here because the perception of this area, or there's certain pockets of it, that it's a you know not a lot of um, wealth here. So you're hardly going to find Apple stores in affluent area. And second reason is the Mac. Look at the Mac. The PC versus Mac. It's an ongoing battle. However, one thing that makes Mac products, stand, Apple products stand up, and Apple um, computer laptops and their computers and their laptops stand up is the price. You can get a PC today for about $300 to $400. Um, the average Mac is going to start at something like $1,200. Or, you know, so you're not even going to walk out the store. You're not even going to go to the Apple store without spending that money. And they don't market there, whereas PCs market themselves to um, folks of lower means. Apple doesn't even market themselves to say, here, this is something that you can give to your kid going off to college. They just assume if you can afford a Mac, you'll come in and find one and you'll get one. 
So that's the second clue that Apple's never been branded to people who are not of means. And then also there's a running joke or there's a running um, like perception or understanding in the um, smartphone and even the um, app marketing world that when you create a product for um, Android that it's for the masses, it's for more people, it's a, you know, versus Apple. When, um, and there are trends that start with the masses because there are more people there and you know and apple may hop on it after the fact but for the most part you know the people are with android the people are with samsung the people are with you know non-apple products and they're the ones you know maybe trendsetters and you know and samsung is a beautiful product and they do wonderful things and their technology is just superb um and a lot of times apple's two four three steps behind samsung and behind and android in some some respects but for the most part, um, it's always been known. The apps, for example, a lot of times apps come out first and, and Apple, and they make them available to Apple. It's not because they think Apple users, you know, um, necessarily better, but it's because it's one operating system they have to program for. Android has different phones, different, you know, brands. You know, LG makes iPhones, you know, um, you know some of the, the stores themselves, like Verizon has their own version of, of Android phones. Um, Samsung makes Androids. There's lots of Android phones, and so, so uh, Motorola. So if you market something, and they all have their own proprietary um, operating systems, and so if you have an app and you're marketing it to those, um, the Android, you have to create it so it's compatible with all those various different phones and that's just costly so a lot of times they'll just put it on Apple however there's marketing research that says that Apple users pay for apps they'll spend money on apps so if you have an app that's a freemium app or app that has cost money you're more likely to get sales um, from Apple from the Apple store Android users are necessarily going to buy it so if you have an app that's this, this targets the android market it has to be freemium you have to recoup your costs or make your money some other way other than through actual sales of the app so that's something that's just common and known that is marketing research to back that but it also says and also sort of like a circular circular or self-fulfilling prophecy about apple users versus android users and it also goes back to the fact that the branding has always been to people of means and so they have a they, they're lucky since steve jobs has died that they've made several missteps i think the iWatch is a misstep i think apple tv is a misstep i think that there are a lot of things you know when you say this you know the brand loyalists will like slam you if you even suggest that you know that they aren't really living up to jobs as visionary you know innovative um ideals and and and, and trend setting but um, the fact is that since he's been gone they've been doing a lot of things and really aren't necessarily revolutionary um and but they've been able to stay afloat and stay above because they have that loyal branding they still have that app you know that that luxury branding to the brand and so and the folks who are just loyal and just continue to, to follow them no matter what they do so a $1,000 iPhone is not Apple's brand new foray into the luxury phone market because it's always been a luxury brand but also the lesson 10 minute lesson to this is that when you start out your product you have to decide who you're going to market to and know that um, you can change, you can shift, you can market to different markets uh, or different, you know, sets of consumers. But um, you know, establish that upfront, and then um, and then make sure all of the messaging and all the packaging and everything aligns with that branding, and then go forth with that. And then you know that that'll carry you far, actually, because that'll tell you, you know, help you get into some doors or won't get in some doors, or you know, that'll you know, you'll you, that'll help guide you in um, as you as you grow your product and your brand. So. 
is just my 10 minute message for today um and i think it also has i mean i'm i'm, I'm saying this on a on the heels of recent conversations around um fenty beauty rihanna just released her her brand um her beauty cosmetics line and just 40 shades and, and the foundation and all the darker hues served sold out really fast and what happens when the darker hues sold out fast it told fenty that all those 25 shades of lighter tans they aren't her market really that she doesn't necessarily need to continue those lines or continue marketing to that group because they have plenty of options but on the other end of the spectrum there's obviously a need so these other brands are now all of a sudden popping up and creating and don't advertising for their darker hues like they had products or brands that already complements darker skin but because Fenty launched Friday all of a sudden their social media is including all of these darker models and they're really showing that they're finally trying to target the the um the the, the market of people who have darker skin and the question to them is like if that you know you have a brand your brand reaches a certain market you exclude certain markets but then when you all of a sudden jump into it as looking at another brand as a thread it, it comes across as inauthentic you know I don't blame them because they realize okay there's, there's a need in this market we should meet it but there's always been a need the fact that they've created products for that brand means that they recognize there's a need but the fact that they haven't marketed means that they don't value that brand's market in order to spend money on advertising and targeting specifically and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy I think they don't market to that brand the brand the people who would buy makeup don't see them don't see themselves in advertising so they don't look they don't expect the brand to carve or have makeup to meet their needs so they don't even go there they don't even, they don't even go to that part of the the the, the mac the makeup counter um they don't they don't assume it's, it's not there and then when anyway so that's the message there this is jenniba speaks uh jenniba.com uh jenniba speaks on twitter uh jj gat uh pic noir um digital publishing academy and all the other different places that i'm online and catch you here for the next um 10 minute podcast enjoy your day and it's been under 10 minutes so i'm impressed with myself there bye